podcast. So we are still here, still at the podcast place, at the podcast table. Um, we just finished a podcast about identity and we feel like God is just showing us so, so, so much in the moment. Um, and just, we just sat here and we're like sitting at the table like, I cannot believe like how God is, like what he's showing us, how he's speaking to us through the whole, like through the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit in these moments. And so we're just going to keep going with it. Not because we feel like we have anything good to say, but because we feel like God is speaking to us yeah. and like revealing things to us that we haven't seen before through, through the word of God, yeah. which is alive and powerful and, and speaking into our lives. And so we're just going to continue on and see where the, see where the conversation goes, see where God, God takes us. But in the last podcast, we were talking about our identity and where the world, where our generation, social media, what everybody is telling us that our identity is in, basically in the things that we can do and the things that we can achieve and how good we are at certain things um, or successes that we have. That's kind of where the world says that our identity is in, but what happens when that's stripped away? What happens when we fail and we fall? Um, when we're like Adam and Eve. Yeah, when we're like Adam and Eve in this, in this again, we're going back to the Bible. We always want to go back to the Bible for the answers because we believe that it is the truth. Mm-hmm. It is it is so powerful and it speaks to every situation in every circumstance. And it just, it's so powerful. So we want to go back to it. We just want to keep going. Um, the question I was talking to Joan about, I'm like, well, how do we speak to people that they're like Adam and Eve, which is all of us technically, but what happens when, you mess up. What happens when you fall and it's not like, oh, I told a lie. What happens when you just, you're in sin. You you really, really fell for it. These lies, these questions about God that the devil instills in our minds and into our hearts ultimately. What, where do we go from there? How, like, what next? And so let's dive into it somehow, some way. Um, wow. I think you almost need to treat it like I need help. Mm. And when you need help, you go and you search and you find until you find the answer. Mm -hmm. And obviously another plug, the Bible is true and it is every answer to every question you have it's got everything so reading it's not gonna hurt you yeah but honestly find find someone to go to Mm -hmm. and i don't just mean like oh i'm gonna find this random pastor or i'm gonna find this christian who says they're a christian because like we said in the last podcast I didn't know what true identity was even when I was a Christian. So if you were to come to me like, I need help with my identity, I wouldn't have known. So it, it, it probably takes, if you've messed up, if you don't know what your identity is, obviously the word is there. It's beautiful how we have God's word available everywhere through apps. Mm-hmm. You can just, and it doesn't matter what version 
is out there. Just okay. pick one and start reading. Yeah. Um, I would probably say Christian counselors. There's a lot of good Christian counselors out there. Um, and just explain, you know, be honest with them. That's going to be super important. Yeah. Honesty and and sharing how you've messed up, even the really disgusting stuff that you're ashamed of. Sharing that is going to take such a load off of your chest. Yeah. And it's going to it's going to to allow them to help you. Mm-hmm. Um I know you can find Christian counselors in churches and stuff. Oh, got a little <laughs> congestion there. Getting choked up. Uh but yeah, Christian counselors. The Bible is available everywhere mm. for free if you have a device or literally there's people who will, who will give these out for free. Mm-hmm. But finding the Bible, finding someone, I mean, it doesn't have to be a counselor, but finding someone you know who can help you, who knows what true identity is. And honestly, if that's us, praise God, because we are here just like in our last podcast. Yeah. You can come here. For every post, all we're going to do is is share the truths of God's word. Mm-hmm. And if you're struggling with, oh, I don't know where to find that, there's there's this type of Christianity and that type of Christianity. We're here, we're looking at the Bible, and that's it, really. Mm-hmm. And And so like in our last podcast, remind yourself of what we went over. Like you are chosen, you are forgiven. You can trust the Bible that it's true that later on Jesus comes and he and he pays it all for you. No matter how down in the depths you are, he still died for you. And all you have to do is call out to him and repent and turn from those things that that you're ashamed of. Mm. And that's really it. Yeah. But if you're struggling, the Bible and, and honestly here. You know, yeah. all you're going to find is truths from God's word. Yeah. So. Yeah. I yeah. think it's, uh, the Bible is timeless. Like we were even just talking about in between. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's so relatable no matter mm-hmm. what generation you're in to think that the Bible doesn't have something to say about the struggles that you're going through. It's crazy because every single time. I'm like, there's no way it has an answer for this. It does. And it's so clear and cut and like right then and there. And it's, I mean, we can go on and on about how good this book is. Yeah. And we recommend it above our opinions, above anything that we can say. Like Jonah said, we want to bring you to the truth every single time mm-hmm. because what we can say is just fluff. Like <laughs> if it's, yeah. if it has nothing to do with yeah. the Bible, if it has no truth behind it, then we're wasting our time Mm -hmm. like we're not here to be motivational speakers or you you have purpose like we want to tell you why you have purpose because in our generation we want to know the why behind everything Mm -hmm. you know why am i here what like what does this all mean so we want to answer those questions like we have those questions too (laughs) and we found the truth in in the bible finally like you can search the whole world and you won't find it um a verse that comes to my mind is uh jeremiah 33 3 where Jesus 
or God says, call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things like that you had no idea about, basically. He's saying, just call out to me. So if you're in a, um, in a place where you're saying, oh, I've messed up too much, I've fallen short too much, first of all, we all have. When the Bible is clear that when you... When you seek God, man, you need new chairs. So <laughs> donate down below. No, <laughs> but the Bible is clear. Um, when you seek God, you will find him. When you knock on the door and say, God, just please open up. Please show me something. When you're, you know, show me something in your word, he's going to answer. Mm. He's going to show you. He's going to blow your mind. He's not just going to be like, oh, here's a little answer. He's going to blow your mind. He's yeah. going to have an answer every single time. And so... Even just going back, uh, I, I loved what Jonah was saying in the last podcast about um, the the guys. You got to watch it if you haven't watched it. This will make no sense. <laughs> but will you will you watch it by the time this posts? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm counting on Michaela to, yeah. you know. I'll watch it. To watch it. <laughs> if she doesn't. I'll give you a view. One view. <laughs> I'll just repeatedly watch yeah. it. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, man. The pressure is on. I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so in the last podcast, Jonah was talking about the movie Overcomer and how um, they were trying to find their identity. And um, in one of the questions that the guy asked, and it was, who are you? Like, tell me who you are. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the guy was just kind of thrown out. I'm a father. I'm a husband, whatever. And the guy's like, no, who are you? And that brought me back to the verses that we were actually in going even further um, to, I feel like God has those questions for us too. And God has questions that, that cut deep and are so deep when you think about it. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of go back to even, even Genesis chapter three that mm-hmm. we're in. Um, basically this is at the point we talked about in the last podcast, Adam and Eve sin, they've, they've, done exactly what God told them not to and now they're hiding they're away from the presence of God because they're ashamed and they're scared what is God gonna do like this is exactly what he told us not to now here we are hiding and covering ourselves and running from the presence of God and God has a couple of questions two questions that just they get me thinking and they challenge me the first one that he asks is he says where are you and I was sharing with Jonah, I'm like, I thought that was kind of weird because you're God, you know where mm-hmm. they are. <laughs> you're not, like, he's not dumb, right? So why is he asking this? And as I was thinking about it, God is like, even you were saying, a counselor. God is the perfect counselor. And, and oftentimes your counselor will ask you something or a therapist or whatever. They'll ask you a question that they know the answer to, but they want you to say it out loud. They want you to be honest with where you're at and to have to speak that because sometimes we're, we're mm-hmm. hiding something we don't even know or we're too ashamed to say out loud. And so he says, where are you? And they have to answer. And I feel like even in this moment, even through this series, talking about identity, God is saying, where are you actually at? Where, where do you think you are? Hmm. What got you to this place? What did you do that 
made you run and hide and, and be ashamed of yourself, who I created you perfect. And now you're ashamed. Where? Why? Where are you at? What's causing you to be away from the presence of God? What's causing you to be away from your creator? And I just think about that and that it brings so much to mind in my own life of like, oh, man, there's so much I feel I haven't been honest with, with God. Mm. No, this yeah. is like where I'm really at because as Christians or people that know Christians, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good, good. You know, just going through the motions. We're all good at it. Christians are not. But sometimes you just know what to say to get people off your back. But God is saying, no, 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 no. Where are you? Tell me where you are. Tell me why. How'd you get here? You know? Yeah. Um, if you have something to say, just cut me off. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so the second thing he asks is, um, who told you? Who told you that? And goes back to the devil. The devil is lying. The devil was the reason that they sinned. The devil was the reason that they fell for what God specifically instructed them to stay away from. And God wants them to recognize where that came from. Sin did not come from God. Evil did not come from, from God. Um, the, the shame that they were feeling, the guilt that they were feeling, the pain that they were feeling, the loneliness that they were now feeling because they were away from the presence of God, that never came from God. He wanted them to realize that came from Satan. Satan lied to you. Who told you that? And so when it comes to your identity, when it comes to the lies that you believe about yourself, which I actually read today, so weird. This is crazy, actually. What I read today was this guy was saying, um, his name is John, John Mark Comer. He was saying, the problem isn't that we believe lies. The problem is actually that we believe them so much that we live it out in our daily lives that we don't even just listen to what the devil says, but it becomes our identity. Mm -hmm. It becomes the way that we live. Oh, well, you don't know who I am. You don't know what I've done. I'm this way because of this. I'm this way because of what happened to me mm -hmm. or the decision that I made or whatever. The God wants you to be like, who told you that? Yeah. Where? Wow. What's the root of that? Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. And when we're honest about those two things, where you're at and what's the source of these lies? Where did they come from? Because it wasn't from me. It wasn't from God. Mm -hmm. I created you perfect. I gave you everything you needed. Yeah. So where, where did this come from? You know, it's we need to know our enemy. We need to know. God wants us to know our enemy, that he is not for you. He's against you. He wants to destroy you. He wants to kill you. I feel like that's why suicide is so through the roof right now because that's what the devil wants yep. if i can get you to give up i yeah he wins in, in a sense mm -hmm. he doesn't actually win in the end but that's who we're up against yeah so we need to have a strong sense of our identity in jesus in god in our creator because the devil is trying to just remember what you did mm-hmm Man, I can't believe you would do that. You know, just the constant nagging in your mind that you cannot get away from sometimes, you know? So true. <laughs> yeah, that's 
again, you went straight to scripture and gave you some answers. Hmm. Where do I go? You know, go seek help. Yeah. But know your enemy. That is huge. Know the source of where your of where your shame and your and your sin and your problems come from. Mm. Know that they don't come from God. Uh, they don't actually really come from you. They come from yeah. the father of lies, Satan. And that's so important. There's two there's two sides. God's side <laughs> and Satan's side. Mm-hmm. So you'd think, hey, how do how do I get away from this side here? The things that come from this side, I gotta pursue the things on God's side. And and that's his word and like we, we've been talking about. But yeah, knowing your enemy, I, I think that's amazing. And I think what that guy I don't know who that guy is. Never heard of him, but yeah. that's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, I think that just even closing out with like, this is who you are in Christ. First of all, there is Romans 8, 1 says, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Mm. Jesus. There is no, you did what? Like all the lies that the devil's constantly, and if people just knew about what you did, they would never, they'd never be a friend again. Mm -hmm. They would never... Like, God, how could God forgive you? These lies, that's not, that's a lie. That's that's from the devil. Yep. In Jesus Christ, there's no condemnation. He's not, he is not the author of shame and constantly. Yes, we should have, we should have a, a guilt in a way, um, a remorse for the things that we've done and to turn from that, but not to just keep reliving it. And mm-hmm. man, it's just nagging at you, nagging at you. That's Romans 8, 1, um, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Let me flip there. So I'm just getting the right stuff here. I don't want to mess it up. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. The old all has been made new. And that's just a testimony of what life is like with Jesus. You, you don't have to be the same. You don't have to live in sin. You don't have to live constantly in this way of life that's just broken and and sad and lonely when you come to jesus the gospel that that jonah was talking about you're made new you're you're just brand new it says that his mercies are new every single morning it doesn't matter what you did even last night god is saying hey come on come to me this morning we'll start fresh i'm not gonna condemn you i'm not gonna put you down start fresh and then Sorry, go ahead. Essentially, <laughs> essentially, it, it, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. To all you have to do is turn. God's got the gift right yeah. there. God's got the answer right there. Uh, it just takes you turning from it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so good. It's really, it's really simple when you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Just turn. Um, did you have anything else to go off? This of one thing. So I was going to say you're forgiven. Like it says, you're, there's no condemnation. That's the truth. These are like the truths that you're forgiven. Um, there's no condemnation. And then um, 1 Corinthians 7.23 says you were bought with a price. That you're not, 
Your life isn't meaningless. Your life isn't purposeless. You have an identity. You are so valuable to God that he would buy you back no matter what it costs. And if that costs him his only son, that he would have to watch him get beaten and mocked, ripped apart, unrecognizable, Mm. being whipped and tormented. And it's just gruesome to think about and so sad. If that was the payment, he was willing because you were that valuable. I was that valuable. And that makes no sense to me. Like my brain can't really wrap like my mind around it. But it's the truth of God. It's the truth that is in God's word. And just being able to remind ourselves of these truths above the lies in rehearsing. No, 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 no. This is the truth. No, 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 no. Devil, this is the truth. Like, it's so exhausting sometimes. But this is the truth. Yeah, yeah. That we were that valuable. Talk about identity. (laughs) That he would buy us back with whatever it costs. Wow, Jesus! Did you know Jesus went to hell for you, too? Yeah. He went to hell for, for you and for me. He experienced it all so that we didn't have to. That's how. That's how much we're worth. That's amazing. Yeah. That's. We're worth. We're worth so much. Yeah. Like we we treat ourselves hmm. like we're not worth anything and. He, he took a part of who, who he is and he put it on a cross mm-hmm. and it got sent to hell. Wow. I can't even imagine. Like, I don't have kids, but yeah. I even think of like my little cousins. Yeah. Like I, like I love them so much, you know what I'm saying? I know you love your little cousins mm-hmm. too, so we're in the same boat. Oh yeah. It's like. I can't even imagine seeing them in pain. Like just in life in general. Even someone just like, you know, bullying them or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would just be like, what are you saying to my cousin? Like, But to, wow. Wow. to give up someone that you love so much. To just... Yeah, I can't wrap my mind around it. <laughs> so... It's so gay. What would you recommend or what would you say to someone who who knows their identity but maybe struggling to keep a hold of it? Mm-hmm. Or what would you say to someone like if they if they're having trouble staying true and staying keeping a hold of their true identity? Mm-hmm. So they they know it. They're they're born again. They they know who they are, but there's still sin and there's still the lies there. There there's still those trees of the false identities that Satan has put out for us. What would you say or recommend to someone who's trying to guard from those things? I would say throughout the scripture, throughout the Bible, you know, like we talked about knowing your enemy. I feel like he always attacks your mind because if he can get in, like he can't have your heart, you know, 
But if he can get into your mind, he can affect your heart. He can affect the way that you not only think, but the way that you act, the, the lies that you, be, that you believe in your head become who you are. Yeah. So you have to guard your mind because that's where mm. like the root of everything begins. Those little lies, those little questions about God, uh, is he really like that or whatever, it all starts in your mind. Um, a verse that comes to my mind right off the bat is uh, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there's anything praiseworthy, think on these things. And it's just, it's a daily discipline, really. Mm. And, and you have to create a habit of it. Like anything, you have to your mind, you have to get it under control. Because with social media, with so many influences in our lives that really shouldn't even be there in the first place, there's so many voices, so many ways that the devil can get in. These are the things we need to think about. The truth, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, the devil wants your mind. And so you just have to, like I was saying before, rehearse these truths in your head. That when the devil comes in with a lie, you have to have, I would say, memorize scripture too, mm. so that you can, when he comes in with a lie, just like when he was tempting Jesus, Jesus was like, no, 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 that's not what the Bible, this is what the it's Bible scripture. says. Yeah. And that's what we have to do with the devil. We have to catch him. Oh, no, 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 that's, sorry, that sounds good. That sounds true. But what's actually true is I'm forgiven. My past is behind me. My sins are as far as the east is from the west. You have no you have nothing on me. Like Jesus says, my, my slate is clean. I'm good to go. Um, you just got to attack him back. You know? Yeah. So it's like no work to get out of the, the false identity, but it does take a little work and diligence to keep yeah. that mindset and to keep that joy and to keep the comfort that comes with that. You have to consistently remind yourself and memorize scripture and know yeah. what what it says of you. Mm. And uh, I I guess what I would say is remind yourself of the gospel. Mm. I think a lot of us Christians think the gospel is for just unbelievers. Yeah, I think it's a gospel story that that keeps true Christians going. And Mm. we need to remind ourselves of of yeah, what 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 the payment was and yeah, it's not a one time mm-hmm. dumb like it should be motivating to us every day, to and he bought us with a price. Yeah, and I mean all that you know gospel and everything it's found in the Bible, so we're gonna <laughs> plug that in again for <laughs> like the time. millionth time. Oh. It's true though. This is like this just is so good. Even as I'm sitting here, in my mind this is like, why don't I tap into this more? Yeah to the power that is in it. It's, I think one last thing to close too, like you have to realize you're at war with the devil, that Mm -hmm. he's not playing games. He's not just like messing around. He really wants to destroy you. He really wants to ultimately kill you and ruin your life. Like Mm -hmm. that's just the reality of it. It Sounds harsh, but it's, it's the truth. He really wants to destroy your life and to make it as miserable as he can while you're here. 
we have to fight back. We have to wage war against him if he's going to be fighting. We got to recognize that, know our enemy and fight back. And I think we talked about this in the podcast, I think with Matthew, but like having the full armor of God on. Yeah. And again, the Bible is the sword. <laughs> the Bible is what you use to fight back. The scripture is what you use to attack him back because when Jesus enters the picture, he has no power. When Jesus shows up, he has to run and flee because he can't stand being in the presence of God. And so we need to use this as our weapon, fighting back against him in any way that we can. How many more times can we plug the Bible? (laughs) It's just, this is everything. It's so important that we can't stop. It's yeah. basically what we're trying to say. I have nothing good to say. Wh- whether you're in the hole, yeah. whether you're yeah. trying to stay out of the hole, mm. whether you're doing great, it's like the Bible that's going to help you wherever you're at and in everything. Yeah. So. So. Read the Bible. <laughs> Read the Bible. <laughs>